Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is the 169th day of the virus and the 169th episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder. I'm going to retitle it this morning and call this 7 Minutes of Biblical Accounting. That's right, 7 Minutes of Biblical Math, of Spiritual Evaluation, of Valuation. So here's how we get here. We're in Matthew chapter 16, and yesterday... Uh, Jesus predicts and prophesies that he's going to Jerusalem, going to die on the cross, and Peter says something stupid, and Jesus says, get behind me, Satan, and uh, we are reminded in that passage of the mighty price of the rescue that Jesus had to do. So why why such a big cost? And today we find out the answer. So that's in Matthew chapter 16. I'm going to start in verse 24. And uh, it says, Then Jesus told his disciples, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? That's my favorite question of the day. What shall a man give in return for his soul? Verse 27. For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in glory of his Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has done. So we're going to skip the most obvious stumbling block of this verse, which is talking about taking up your cross. Uh, We talked about that in episode 105, and we'll maybe talk uh, talk about it again tomorrow. But today, I want to look at uh, what we would trade in value for our soul, because that's really what this passage talks about. It's it's a math equation of what what you esteem more than or less than. Uh, what's the worth of a, what's the worth of a soul? So, just a couple of silly examples. If you're walking down the street and you see a ten dollar bill blowing down the street, would you bend down and pick it up? Is it worth? Does that thing have worth enough to do a certain activity, which is to bend over? and pick it up? And obviously the answer is yes. All right, so let's talk about uh, some bad examples. Let's say uh, that before marriage or during marriage, uh, a spouse decides to join themselves uh, sexually to someone who is not their spouse. Now, they may be feeling uh, lonely and they have a high value of companionship, they may uh, enjoy the beauty of this other uh, person. They may enjoy the pleasure of this amazing created sexual union. And the problem here is not that the person values these things too little. I think they probably appropriately value them and say, man, that's a beautiful person and and wouldn't it be awesome to be with them? And wouldn't it be fun to have this particular pleasure? I think they probably appropriately value those things. The problem here is it's a comparison, is what is the person has disvalued and underestimated the value of their soul. 
So another example, let's say a person would lie in court and, and bear false witness against another person. Uh, and I think it appropriately, in a sense, perversely, is, is this is an example of a person, hey, I value my freedom and I will do anything possible to keep my uh, freedom and to avoid the consequences of the, let's say, the crime I, I uh, committed. Well, the problem here is on the other side, you're disvaluing your soul, your moral, uh, well, your moral value, or um, let's say someone cheats in business because of the almighty dollar. Well, it, it's not that they misvalued the dollar. No, they, they have appropriately valued the dollar. It's the problem is they've misvalued their soul. And that's what this passage is all about. What will a man give in return for his soul? Uh, you've heard the famous quote, man is no fool to give what he cannot keep, to gain what he cannot lose. So you have these two sides of the, uh, of the equation of what can a man give on one side and how valuable is the soul on the other side. So here's what the passage says. The passage says, let's say you, verse 26, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world? So we're not talking about $10, a $10 bill here or $10,000 in an IRA or $10 million dollars uh, in the bank of a rich person, or $10 billion, um, or even the price of our national debt, $10 trillion, uh, what the Lord says, I, no, the whole world uh, on one side of the balance compared to your soul. So the Lord is saying the world you can't even compare the world to the value of a of a person of a person's uh, soul. So the the teaching point he's trying to get here is don't misvalue the soul. It's worth more than ten dollars. It's worth more than ten million dollars. And once you understand the value of the soul, then you then we all sit here and scratch our heads and say, well, why? Why did this? Why was there so much suffering on the cross? Well, there's a mighty price of the rescue because of the mighty value of what Jesus was uh, trading for your soul. He valued your soul so much more than the whole world to sacrifice everything. So let's just appreciate our created value. And once we understand that, it informs what we do with our bodies. Uh, my first example was a sexual thing or what we do with our tongues, uh, bearing false witness and lying or disrespecting someone or what we do with money and, and cheating. If we compare any of those things with the value of our soul, it will inform our behavior. It will also help explain to us is what is the price of the rescue of this valuable object that Jesus gave everything for. So, Lord, help us with our understanding today. Thank you for valuing us so much that you gave everything to save our valuable souls. Amen.